Just outside Denver, there was a pinging under the hood. Thor keyed the engine statistics and stuck his finger into the computer contact. The car swerved as the numbers flashed before his eyes, and he bit off a curse as he dragged it back on course manually. He wished for an old-fashioned digital display. He had bought the car when he was 16 and gadget-happy. In recent years, he had tried to have a visual display installed, only to be met with expressions of horrified incredulity. Alter a Porsche 2045 classic? You can't be serious. Now he no longer bothered, because he wasn't going to be driving it or any other car for much longer. He saw the plume of smoke, even before the sprawl of Greater Denver hove into view. It appeared to be coming from the Ukrainian section, a rundown area once inhabited principally by wealthy Arabs. Over the years, the Arabs had moved elsewhere, and developers had divided the estates into cheap housing projects. The last wave of immigrants had been the result of the People's Republic of the Ukraine breaking away from the Soviet Union seven years before. Within four years, the Ukraine had been bloodily forced to rejoin, but not before more than seven million people had emigrated, mostly to the United States. Now the suburb of Little Burma was expanding into the Ukrainian sector, and there were frequent riots. He would avoid the inner city area in any case. His destination was the mansion-studded mountainside community known locally as Spaceville, because the fortunes of most of the mansion owners had been founded on the exploitation of extraterrestrial resources. The name had always struck him as funny, because he had grown up there and had hardly ever met anyone who had even been in space. It was like the old Governor and Company of Adventurers of England trading into Hudson's Bay, most of whom had never governed, adventured, or even traveled to Hudson's Bay, but instead had sat for generations in their London clubs, while other, better men, had reaped the wealth of Canada for them. The paper in his pocket was to be a break with that unworthy tradition. As he climbed the road which hung magically off the mountainside, he looked down on the whole Denver complex. The smoke was coming from the Ukraine-Burma interface, all right. Once Denver had been proudly called the Mile High City, but these days hardly anybody remembered what a mile was. And somehow, the 1.61-kilometer high city didn't have quite the same ring to it. For a long time, it had boasted practically the only breathable urban air to be found on the North American continent, but the deindustrialization of the U.S. and the gradual disappearance of the internal combustion engine had restored clean air, although not without price. The Porsche's engine cut out automatically as it neared a picturesque chalet-type building situated next to the road. It was part of the ring of heavily armored forts surrounding Spaceville. A man came out, dressed in old West clothes and wearing a laser pistol molded to look like a Western six-shooter. His clothing was bulletproof, and an ornament on the front of his Stetson hat holographed everything in his line of vision. Howdy, Mr. Taggart. Good evening, Steward. He punched the inspection control, and hood, trunk lid, and doors opened simultaneously. Steward inspected each compartment, while sensors embedded in the road scanned the undercarriage. You headed for the big party at the McNaughton estate? The guard asked. 
That's right. I take it they've laid on heavy security for tonight. Steward shook his head. Heavy as I've ever seen. Senator Jameson came through about two hours ago. Since he may be running for president, he's got special protection paid for by his big money backers, and you know what that means.